Hey, everybody, this is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and the Jerry to my George over there is... Christopher. It is Chris, and I mentioned that because it is Festivus, everyone. It is Festivus. This is another Festivus miracle, and I got a lot of problems with all of you, and I'm going to here to tell you about him. Right we are airing some grievances. Um, mm-hmm. Later on, I will pop over to Chris's house, and we will have some feats of strength. Um, which, is, which, really, <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to each take our shoes off and see whose feet strong or, or have a stronger stench. Um, anyways, um, Chris, how you doing tonight, man? I'm doing great, doing amazing. It's a uh, holiday season. Christmas is literally Time. a couple days away, and literally. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm happy and got some family, a little bit of family in town. My mother-in-law, and uh, getting a lot of good grandma time in there. And uh, yeah, uh, how about you? Yeah. yeah, I am on day two wow. of like thirteen days off or something like that. Um, that. That's exciting, dude. I don't know, man. If there's not snow on the ground, there's something about just like a dull gray Christmas. Like it's not even really all that cold out. Like. It was almost 50 today. I went for like a four-mile walk. Wow, you only had 50 today? Dang. I think we were over 30, but I don't think we ever got to 50. But Yeah, yeah it's supposed to be like almost 60 tomorrow. It's wow. it's bananas, dude. I need to look at my forecast. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, but also so... incredibly concerning <laughs> for our global temperature. But Yeah, yeah I guess. To refresh everybody's um, memory, we are both Midwesterners at this point. Uh, we right. live in I live in Iowa. He lives in Illinois. It's usually really cold. We live in we live in one of the the four I states or four. At this point, we might get through all of December without having like a legit winter. Any of the S words, yeah. There's still February and January, of course, and those can see. Be I've, I I have a theory monsters. that like yeah. I have a theory that like winter is just not coming earlier. It's just like it starts more in January and then it goes through March. It's kind yeah. of the way the last few years have been. I would not put up a strong argument against that. I'll just say that my several years as a midwesterner decade whatever is more like i was always expecting bad stuff in like december in particularly in it has december. happened into the years past and then like mid to late january slash early february was always real bad like just mm. bitter 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 colds just oh, unreasonably yes. cold like even in my 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 infancy of being a midwesterner having come from texas to refresh people's memory <laughs> i would First couple of years, and even the, the folks that I lived around were like, just like, gosh, <laughs> whatever they would say. They just, it just, it affects everybody's mood. It gets real bad. And even the folks that have been in it their whole lives. And I was like, oh, oh, this is bad. But yeah, I also, I mean, I also to learned the, to complain a lot less about it as the years went on because it didn't do me or anything. I'm to the point anymore. where, like, yeah, you go outside and you're like, whoo, it is freaking cold out there. But at the same time, like it's an it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when. So, exactly. you know, yep, yep, of whatever. When and, and when it does happen, I try not to complain as much as I used to because, man, it's under. Chris, it's, we're good. It's uh, it's week sixteen. You know, what week sixteen is it's the it's the finals in our friends with benefits league. It is semifinals in just about any other league. Um, it's the finals and friends with benefits. It is finals. We've gone over this before. We're not going over it again. Okay. Um, Anyways, 
So that means that we have some players that we're not going to normally recommend um, or that we would maybe recommend, but we're not going to this week because you're not going to start them in your finals or even your semifinals. Because so. Pickens are getting slim. Is that what you're trying to say, sir? Uh, no, I'm saying that I'm <laughs> not going to start Baker Mayfield in my finals. Not so much the Pickens are getting slim, so much that the people who need a guy and to start. The Slims are getting picking? Exactly. Thank you. Okay. could have said it better myself. Okay. Um. Anyways, let's. Why don't you kick us off? Uh, you've been you've been starting, I think, the last few weeks. Um, why don't you get us started here, and um, let's see if we have some time to circle back to around burn. for some tomfoolery. Some time to burn. Oh my God, we had a lot of time to burn last week. The editing got a little sparse at the end. We went off on Spider Man and some other things. My apologies. Did we really? Yeah, yeah, it got pretty bad. I, I, just, I, I just fast forwarded. Maybe some, maybe, some, <laughs> like, maybe some booze were involved. Uh, get go, get it started, man. Get it started. Let's, let's, let's stay on the, the 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 track tonight. Uh, Colts at Cardinals. Uh, Carson Wentz. I benched him last week. You're welcome. Uh, no, but seriously, uh, he hasn't been very good for fantasy. You're not relying on that at this point in the season. Hopefully, I'm going to give a bench rating moving on. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, oh, I didn't do the receivers. Gosh darn it. Moving well, on. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor. Another week, another touchdown, and over 100 yards. Uh, another week and more MVP talk. I mean, the kid won the game with a 67-yard touchdown run. He might be the best player in the league if it weren't for Micah Parsons. <laughs> See what I did yeah, there? Okay, okay. The Cardinals appear more elite versus the pass than they do the run, though they rank ninth best in fantasy points given up to the running back position, kind of middle of the road in terms of rushing yards given up. Uh, I took a look at who they played at running back, and the last two somewhat comparable running backs were Montgomery, uh, David Montgomery mm -hmm. from Chicago in Week 13, and CMC in Week 10, both of which scored over 20 fantasy points, both of which rushed for over 90 uh, yards. Uh, and uh, caught eight and ten passes, respectively. And they just gave 112 yards to, wait for it, Craig Reynolds, the most normal-sounding name ever. Oh, and the other, I think, running back or fullback caught a touchdown for the Lions. Uh, the Cardinals can be beat, and these two teams both need wins for playoff positioning. Should be a great game. I'm going to give five stars to my new MVP, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, would you change your rating if I told you the Colts center isn't out for this week? Yeah, maybe by a quarter or half a star. Still very bullish. Okay. Well, the Colts center is out this week, so. <laughs> <laughs> I just brought that up just to fool you. He's been healthy for a hundred days, Chris, <laughs> or something crazy. No, yeah. Um, uh, I can't, I can't sit here and say, uh, being a proponent of, taking offensive line into account that it doesn't influence me somewhat, but I don't think it really, I don't know. I'm oh, still and their, and their right guard is on the COVID list. Um, yeah, but they're, they're filling for right guard is, is actually pretty good. So that's okay. I can yeah. live with that. I can live with that. But, um, Ryan Kelly missing at center is not the greatest. So maybe he's not a top five guy, but mm, he's, I think he's still right on that cusp. So more like a four. The Colts have one of the five. shortest injury reports out of any team, like by far. That's scary considering the, you know, the relatively significant names you just mentioned on to the Cardinals. Uh, Kyler, uh, one of my other former front runners for MVP uh, has a tough matchup in front of him after playing poorly versus what would be objectively one of the worst teams in the league. The lions that is. 
under 300 yards uh, with a 50% uh, completion percent. Uh, the Lions gave Kyler and company fits. The Colts are 15th Lions defense best. defense has been pretty good lately. That's fair. Sorry. That's fair. The Colts are 15th best in passing yardage uh, surrendered, but do give up the 11th most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So I'm sorry to kind of flip those statistical viewpoints on you there, but uh, that that's the way it, it, the cookie crumbles. Okay, so they're giving up the attention. 11th most fantasy points to quarterbacks. However, they're fifteenth best in passing yardage, so middle the middle of the road in passing yardage. Uh, but the eleventh most versus fantasy quarterbacks, evidenced by some odd games given up uh, big days to not so great quarterbacks. They gave up three touchdowns to Josh Johnson and Ryan Tannehill twice, uh, and four touchdowns to Lamar through the air. It is important to mention that. Uh, so they aren't Goliath, uh, but again, Kyler has struggled. Still, I think he has as much upside as any other top twelve quarterback this week uh, and they'll be looking to get him going early four stars for my former favorite mvp candidate on to the running backs uh james connor and chase edmonds <clears throat> chase edmonds did end up being activated off ir in time to play in the week 15 game versus lions they did ease him in playing only 39 percent of snaps uh, receiving six carries and one target. Uh, he did, however, do a lot with those six carries, getting 53 yards for an 8.8 .8 average. Mm. Not bad. Connor didn't do much more with eight of his own carries, a couple targets, and a 44% snap share of his own. Not a good day for the cards overall. The Colts are 14th best in rushing yards given up, though are tied third best, only giving up eight rushing touchdowns on the year. That's saying something. Wow, mm -hmm. only eight on the whole year. Uh, hence the fact that there's six best versus fantasy running backs. I can't help but think that the snap share and usage becomes even more even this week. And of course, moving forward, both are good backs and we'll see the ball. Now what throws a monkey wrench into that, all that is the old injury bug rearing its ugly head for uh, hashtag Connor strong. Again, that being James Connor, he is dealing with the heel injury and is a game time decision at the moment. He has not practiced all week. And this game is on Saturdays. So, yeah, he is very much trending out as of now. So Chase Edmond gets the backfield to himself, so to speak. Uh, and that instantly thrust him into the RB2 territory, territory in my eyes, despite the tough matchup. I am confidently flexing Edmonds 3.25 stars. Wow. On to some pass catchers here. Christian Kirk is clearly usable as he led the team with 12 targets, led all wide receivers with a 96% snap share, and caught a touchdown. The Colts are good, but Kirk has to be in the flex consideration, just kind of on that cusp right there uh, in the top 36, 2.75 stars. On to Zach Ertz, who was second in targets. Ertz only pulled in six of his 11 targets, but I think the Cardinals will be throwing, and you really can't beat a tight end that gets anywhere between seven and 11 targets week to week with the upside to perhaps score. So I'm going to give him four stars and make him make him a tight end one this week. Um, that's it for the uh, Colts at Cardinals. Okay, so my first matchup is the Cleveland Browns at the Green Bay Packers. I somehow did my notes backwards, so let's see if I can't figure this one out here real quick. Like dyslexic uh, backwards or like just in reverse order? I did him in reverse order. Uh, Baker, I'm going to give him one star. If Baker had better weapons to keep up with the Packers, I'd kind of be more into him this week. But, you know, once again, it's playoff time. You're not starting Baker in the playoffs. Um, um, on to Nick Chubb here. The Packers are giving up the seventh fewest points per game to RBs. The Ravens are only a couple of spots below the Packers' run D. 
and Chubb struggled against them. You could say that's maybe more of a product uh, product of the division rivalry. You know, them kind of knowing their opponent, the Ravens versus yeah. Chubb. That mm-hmm. is, I'm not gonna say that though. I think that the Browns' line has been banged up with with a bunch of injuries, and it's really starting to affect Chubb. And as I, I looked um, just a little bit ago, like um, the Jack Conklin, their their right tackle is out. He's on the injury reserve. And oh, um, their mm-hmm. center may not play too. Um, yeah, so I'm only gonna give Nick Chubb like two and a half stars this week, and oh, that's not, and that's more. Yeah, that is more of a. Uh, yep, uh, their center is on the COVID list still. Um, but the Nick Chubb rating is is not a well. You're probably gonna start him anyway. It's just in case he does go off. But it's more of a you really got to temper your expectations with him. Um, oh is yeah, and they're and they're is it more of a would you say if you have better options, don't be scared, roll them out? Yeah, so the that's right. I'm, now that I'm looking at this, the Browns left and right ta- starting left and right tackles are both out with COVID and their center too. Sorry. Yep. So yes, I, th- I, I think uh, I'm oh, sorry. Sorry, Jack Conklin has has an injury, mm-hmm. an actual injury, whereas their center and left tackle Jedrick Wills is out with COVID as of us recording this. So Nick Chubb is have a rough day against the Green Bay Packers, but he's an he's an you know, he's an elite level talent. So I'm not saying that they, he can't get it done. Just that's what that's what kept him at two point five. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he's very likely to do it. Understood. Understood. Okay. Um, as of yesterday, Austin Hooper was the only Browns tight end that was fully healthy. If Hooper is the only Browns tight end that can play on Saturday, remember this is a Saturday game once again, um, I say pick him up and play him. Uh, also, assuming that Baker is coming back this week to play, which it sounds like he's going to. Let's move on to the, the Packers side of the ball. Aaron Rodgers, of course, he's going to get five stars. If the Browns secondary stays out with COVID, I'm guessing they won't. So I'm for real is going to give Rodgers a four-star rating. I'm saying they won't because they were out last week. They're probably going to bounce back and play this week is my guess. Won't know more until tomorrow for sure. Aaron Jones, he is questionable with a knee injury. Um, Jones is going to play, though. He's been limited participant in practice for like three weeks with the same knee injury. Um, And the problem with uh, the the real problem that Aaron Jones has is A.J. Dillon. Um, I don't think that AJ Dillon is going away. I, I've said this in the past that when he does get touches and he's been when he has filled in for Aaron Jones, he has played well enough to uh, to garner more touches in the game. He's not the same player as AJ. Uh, he's not the same player as Aaron Jones. He's more of a oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's more of like an exact opposite. Aaron Jones is a smaller, like quick it guy that can really catch the ball. AJ Dillon mm-hmm. can catch the ball and does have some speed, but he's more of a thumper than a a lateral guy. Um, anyways, uh, which is when, uh, uh, Dylan is going to get the bulk of the work if the Browns or if the Packers can get up early on the Browns, because I have a feeling that if they are up early, they're not going to risk Aaron Jones uh, re-aggravating his knee injury or like getting another injury that could potentially cost them to be missing Aaron Jones in their playoff run. Sure. So, and the Browns are giving are only giving up 16.9 points per game to the running back. So, if Jones is going to get about two-thirds of that, 17 points there, well, Chris, I don't like this, but because they made me do some math, so I'm going to give 3.35 stars. 
<laughs> Interesting. I think that's a typo. I think that's we, supposed we, to be three and a quarter stars. <laughs> threw in a point one there for you folks. Hit the, yeah. Keep it on the toes. The, well, they made me do math, and I got I got a little confused. <laughs> um, AJ Dillon, I'm going to give him two stars. It's more of a desperation Ooh, two stars. Yeah, okay. If you are starting Dillon, which I am, I am going having to do so in one league. Then I'm hoping for a couple of touchdowns, like what happened last week, but. I'm not counting. I'm not thinking that's going to happen, but it could. So and that's about it for AJ Dillon. Devontae Adams, four stars. Farber linked in his quarter to his quarterback rating of four stars. That's when I get Aaron Rodgers. MVS has COVID. He's probably going to miss this week. So you could probably, if you wanted to, if you were in a real pinch, like take a glance at Alan Lazard, just kind of look over and I'm like, Sup, Lazard, how you doing over there, man? Um, but hey, speaking, really hey, speaking kind of, want- of Alan. Speaking of Alizar, we usually reserve this for the Sunday stream. Tune in, by the way, Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Central, to the amazing kickoff stream. Asking for a friend, Alan Lazard or Michael Gallup? Interesting. Who are the, the Packers or the, the, the Cowboys? Washington football the team. The football team, yep. Probably Lazard. Hmm. No. No, I, I, I'm not going to give you an advice because this is probably in Dynasty where you're playing me. So, no. you know you, you, If anyone else out there, I would say Lazar. But for Chris, I'm going to say that you should probably pick up like um, CJ Uzama <laughs> and, and, and play him instead flex, of Michael Gallup flex, flex or Alan Lazar. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, what's your next matchup, Chris? What's your My next, next matchup is the Rams at Vikings. Matthew Stafford. Mm. Uh, yep. Top five, top five play here for Stafford with the Vikings, giving up the fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks and the fourth most passing yards on the season. Five stars for Matthew Stafford. No need to beat around the bush there any longer. Uh, play him where you got him. Uh, on to the running backs. A little more convoluted here. Uh, the Rams were clearly easing Henderson back in, but I firmly believe McVay when he says, and I unquote, this isn't, I'm just uh, paraphrasing here. He says, if both guys are up and available, he will use them both. He has shown mm-hmm. he will go to the hot hand before with CJ Anderson back when Gurley started hitting the wall. Does anybody remember that? It's about three or four Barely. years ago now. Yeah, for that reason, and because of both Sony's play of late and Henderson's play both before and after the injury, I'll give Sony the nod here. The Vikings are giving up the sixth most rushing yards in the league, so I think there will be room for both backs to produce here, actually. Me too. Three, <laughs> to stay with the three, the theme, three point four stars for Sony, two point seven. Sorry, excuse me, listeners at home. Three point four stars for Sony, two point seven five for Henderson. Right on. On to Cooper Cup, uh, C Stafford, plus the Vikings give up the second most fantasy points to wide receivers. Five stars hey, for Cooper Cup. Yep. Real quick. Uh-huh. Um, pop quiz. Who has more yards on the season? That would be uh, rushing versus receiving in this. Uh, does Jonathan Taylor have more rushing yards than Cooper Cup receiving yards? Or is it the exact opposite? Does mm-hmm. Cooper Cup have... These are the number one at their respective positions. Being a Colts who fan, has more yards? that you brought it up at all, I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor has more rushing yards. It is Jonathan Taylor. Wow. Did you know hey. also, just real quick... That if this were a 16 ga- uh, sixteen game season like it were last year and years past, that there would probably not be a quarterback that threw for over 5,000 yards this season. Meaning? Uh, Brady has yeah. the most no, yards. I got you. At, I got you. Yeah, at, I got you. At, 
at 4,348 yards this season. And so if they, he played this week and next week and say he threw for oh, only 300 yards in each game, he wouldn't hit no he wouldn't hit 5,000 yards. No quarterback probably would. I think if there's every year and I think I said as much in my first matchup, he's my new MVP candidate. Now, again, remember Brady? I'm the one No, Taylor uh um hey chris i got this wrong it was cooper cup he has um 107 oh. more yards than jonathan taylor my bad sorry buddy i'm still I, I looked I'm at st- it backwards i looked at it backwards i'm sorry don't hit me yeah yeah but cup's not up for the mvp oh no, he so hit I'm me sorry maybe he should be but i think stafford's up for mvp more than cup is no offense to the position yeah, Kyler murray gets the gets the pro bowl start over matt stafford well, there's a little bit of uh, players. We won't go into players. that. We won't go into yeah, that. Exactly. That, I, I'm so. sorry. I just want to do the, the Cooper Cup. Where were we? Where were we? That was, that was the Rams for the Rams side of the Rams. Well, you didn't do matchup. Odell Beckham. I did not. I'm sorry. Does he, does, is he going to play? Surely he is. He already had COVID, right? Yep. And don't call me Shirley. <laughs> sorry about that. No, I did kind of gloss over, honestly. I was thinking tight ends, and I moved on from the Rams. I bet uh, you were. Uh, you know, I think as much as I liked uh, Josh Reynolds last week, I like Odell Beckham this week. You know, uh, it's it's a great Josh matchup. Reynolds. Is it Josh Reynolds? Isn't it? Well, he Their plays third? in Detroit. He used to play for the Rams. Oh, Van, Van Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah, that guy. Him. He was pretty good last week uh, in uh, Odell Beckham's absence, right? Wasn't he out? Or is that the Odell week Beckham played last week? Okay, week four anyway. All I'm saying is there's definitely a second passing option to be considered versus the Vikings. And Would you like to take a point, stab at Tutu Atwell while we're at it and naming no, players no. that are... Okay. No, no, no. He's too 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 far buried on the depth chart. Uh, well, Odell Beckham, I'm assuming IR, he's healthy so and doesn't have COVID. Odell Beckham is worth a stab. Um, I wouldn't say like right in the top 36. I'd say on the cusp. So two and a half stars for Odell really? Beckham Jr. Yeah. Okay. Wow. On to the Vikings. I, I think you could go a lot higher with, with ODB there, but that's my personal opinion. Keep well, going. You're you're the big fan, not me. So you go right ahead with that. Ah, so not, but whatever. Yep. You are apparently now. <laughs> on to the Vikings Heck side no. of the matchup and Kirk Cousins. The quarterback eight on the seasons had a rough go of it despite the victory versus the Bears last week. The Vikings defense played well the for Bears. a change, and they didn't really need Cousins to do a lot. I think with no Dalvin Cook uh, this week, more on that later, uh, the Vikes lean on Cousins' arm a bit more, keeping Cousins barely in the top 12 for me in the playoffs, the fantasy playoffs, that is, this week. 3.75 stars. On to the running backs. As mentioned, Dalvin Cook was just placed on the reserve slash COVID list and is out this week since he is unvaccinated and has to miss a minimum of 10 days. Are you for Forget real, fantasy. Dude? What a time to let your team down. Get vaccinated, folks. Help your fellow man out. Seriously. Anyway, we all know Madison is a plug-and-play guy and gets the ball here in this one. This isn't the 2020 Rams defense, and backs can have success as evidenced by a good day from the combo of Rashad Penny and DJ Dallas last week and an amazing day from James Conner the week before. I think there are teams relying on Madison now, and he should be good to go. I'm going to give him 3.5 stars and get him solidly in our lineup. Just nothing too crazy there. On to the uh, receivers, uh, Jefferson and Thielen. Thielen was a game-time decision last week, so I felt he was close to playing, though he didn't. Uh, He was limited Wednesday and seems to be trending in as of now. He and Jefferson 
will be needed if the Vikings expect to keep it close. Thielen was on a touchdown tear, as he likes to do from time to time. Hopefully, he can make a return to the red zone dominance. Uh, Jefferson has seen his targets go through the roof in Thielen's absence, but with uh, 10 per game, uh, Jefferson has shown he is still an elite as ever. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey, excuse me, probably follows Jefferson, but still, don't get cute here. You start Jefferson every week, and Thielen could be good uh, to go to since he should be closer to healthy than not, uh, given he almost went last week. Four jar, four stars for Jefferson and three stars for Thielen, and that is uh, your Rams and Vikings. Tyler Conklin. Yep, I'm nope. just joking. Uh, looked into it. Wasn't worth mentioning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, next up, we got the Detroit Lions at the Atlanta Falcons, two teams I could really care less about, except for one player between the two of them. Uh, but let's wow, start with Jared okay. Goff here. Chris, I know you won't, you're not going to believe me, but if this wasn't the playoffs, I would recommend starting Jared Goff. Like if you're streaming week three or week seven, week 12, whatever, maybe nine, you know, last week, whatever, but it's fantasy playoff time, man. So you're not starting Jared Goff over the last month though. He has two games over 20 points. He's only get, he's only being sacked an average of twice per game. He's throwing for more than two touchdowns per game and he's playing Atlanta. Do you trust Jared Goff with all the marbles on the table? No, but I think he could score 18 points this week and you could do worse so could you over there Baker mayfield uh two stars for jared goff uh like i said you're gonna have to have big old cojones to be starting jared goff this week let me know if you do because i'd I'd be certainly interested deandre swift as of earlier today he practiced he did a limited practice yesterday limited practice today that was thursday let's see if he plays god chris i really hope he does i need him so bad I, I, I need him really, really bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, my team is terrible. Like, this is one of the teams yeah, where I'm having yeah. to start... Um, I'm having to start A.J. Dillon because I'm so... I'm so, like, crippled at running back. It's ridiculous. Um, Atlanta's giving up the ninth most points per game to, to running back. So, well, hopefully DeAndre Swift plays. Jamal Williams... He has been removed from the COVID list. Hard to say what Williams' role will be this week. I want to say Skip Williams because even if DeAndre Swift doesn't play that um, Craig Ferguson or whatever his name was, um, that's been filling in for Swift and Jamal Williams. <laughs> Sorry, Craig Ferguson. It's uh, <laughs> just funny. He, um, uh, has actually been playing well the last few weeks, two weeks, and uh, Jamal Williams wasn't doing the greatest job filling in for DeAndre Swift when Swift was out yeah. earlier in the season. So... I'm only going to give if it's if it's just Jamal Williams and Craig Ferguson there to to be back there. I'm going to give Jamal Williams like I have two and a half down, but I'm going to go more of a two star. Like, man, you got to be super desperate. I'd rather go AJ Dillon to be honest. Um, Matt Ryan. I know we're moving over to the uh, Falcon side of the ball. Pass, 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 pass. And pass that's not what it. Matt Ryan does because he doesn't do it very well this year. Um, Ryan hasn't scored more than 14 fantasy points in seven weeks. Not a no, but a hail no to Matt Ryan. Uh, uh, Cordell of Addison, three stars, and this is mainly because it's Detroit. They're giving up the second sure, yeah. monster running backs, but Patterson hasn't topped 13 points in the past three weeks. Um, he also hasn't had more than three receptions in seven weeks. He's getting some. He's getting okay yardage on the ground, but not last week. Other than that, it, he's doing okay. But he's had some stiff competition over the last uh, three weeks. He's had... 
San Francisco, Carolina, and Tampa Bay. So San Francisco is not the greatest, but the you know Carolina, Tampa Bay, pretty good run D's there. So we'll, we'll excuse Cordero Patterson in two of those three weeks, maybe even San Francisco, but three stars this week. Don't expect a move from him. Kyle Pitts, if you've been riding Pitts this this long, why stop now? Detroit is middle of the road against tight end defenses, and Pitts is really uh, just a wide receiver in tight end clothing. Oh, hey, Chris, uh, the, the Lions wide receiver defense is also middle of the road, so I'm going to give three and a half stars to Kyle Pitts. The fun fact on Kyle Pitts is that there is a legit shot at him breaking um, what is it, Ditka's rookie uh, receiving yardage for a tight end? Is it Ditka? Yeah, somewhere around a thousand, maybe eleven hundred, if I recall. Yeah. Maybe. But he only he still only has one touchdown on the season, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still a nice yardage. Julio uh, Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe that's the franchise. I don't know. That is weird. And that might be a Matt Ryan thing. Anyways, that was that was uh, the the Lions at the Falcons. Hey, hey real quick on that matchup, uh, another uh, yes. I hope, hopefully poignant asking for a friend. Would you go uh, Tyler Huntley for the Baltimore Ravens or Matt Ryan to start in the playoffs as a top twelve guy for you? What league is this in? This, okay, technically it's not an asking for a friend. It's just a hypo- hypothetical asking for a friend. I want to know where you stand because... You, you, you're probably not going to believe me on this one. I'm going to go Hunley. He's been pretty good. No, I do believe you. I do believe you. He's we'll, been pretty we'll, good. We'll have more on like, that guy late. Like, we'll like, watched that guy him, like watched him last week for a while and maybe the week before too. He's pretty good. I wish I would have watched a little more, but my research. Like he's not the athlete that um, Lamar is. Well, Lamar's been throwing the, the ground, ball. Though. So what? nobody's the but nobody's the athlete Lamar is, but he's still pretty decent on the ground, and he's yeah. But Huntley's been frankly. throwing the ball pretty well, man. Exactly. Guy knows what he's like, doing. So Lamar's far as as got to be a little bit. He's got to have a little bit of worry about his job. Just a oh, little, just no, a, just I'm a little. I'm not going bit. that far, but I am on your side. Just with a little, just a little bit, just, just, just a little. I have that matchup. Uh, we'll Chris, get, what's your we'll next get... matchup? Because my matchup after your your next one is going to be really freaking short. Okay. I mean, really short. Uh, I have the Baltimore matchup for a reminder. We'll get more on Huntley later. Um, on to the Giants at Eagles. Uh, this is relatively short. Kind of. Um, let's just talk about the Giants real quick. Not a whole lot to talk about here. Uh, with the, Jake Fromm potentially taking over for Mike Lennon, who's thrown five picks in two games, there's little wow. hope f- for this offense, including at wide receiver where Sterling Shepard has torn his Achilles and is done for the year. Really? I am pitching all, all New York Giants this week, except Saquon, based solely off of talent and volume. Although even the volume hasn't been all that great as he's averaging 57% snap share the last two weeks. And of course, on top of all that, he's nursing an ankle injury and was limited Wednesday. I would look elsewhere if you could. Josh, I think it was you. Did you bench Saquon last week? Was that I you, think right? I did. Yeah, I think you did. Good call. I, I think, think I like benched five. him for the season, too. Yeah, well, I'm not going quite that far this week, uh, to be fair. But again, great call last Philly? week. I think it was less than six fantasy points last week for Saquon. I'll give him a desperate 2.25 stars and bench everyone else on the New York Giants side of this matchup. On to the Eagles. Um, The Eagles offense has been playing better of late, especially the run game. 
Hertz and company now lead the league in rushing, and Miles Sanders has looked good as of late. With the Giants giving up the seventh most rushing yards in the league and the ninth most fantasy points to the running back position, Miles Sanders is my start of the week and is a running back one with 4.25 stars. Now, he w- he was a DNP Wednesday with a new quadriceps injury, but they could just be resting him since they just played Tuesday. Keep an eye on him and tune in Sunday uh, uh, to the. He was amazing... a little banged up in that in that game too. I don't know. I was kind of drunk when I was watching it. No, yeah, he was absolutely. So keep an eye out. Uh, tune in Sunday for the amazing fantasy football kickoff show where we will give you injury updates and lineup advice. Uh, Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard is also in consideration more as an RB four, like a desperation here. Uh, like a throw a two, up in your mouth and click a yeah, little bit little bit better than that but i hear where you're, what you're saying 2.5 stars i think that's right where i'm at uh you could do worse uh on to the pass uh, thrower as it were uh jalen hurts even though the giants limited hurts a couple weeks ago when they played each other i think the philly offense is hot right now and he's still in that matchup ran eight times for 77 yards and that's kind of what we want out of him right is that that that's that's the ceiling uh, when he goes off on the ground? Uh, Hertz is a quarterback one for me this week. Four stars. On to Goddard. Uh, I completely am Go not dare. mentioning any receivers for a reason here with the Philadelphia Eagles. Why? Why, uh, why would that be, Chris? Is it because they're freaking uh, terrible? You can't trust any other passing options outside of Goddard for the Eagles. Goddard has been great the last two games, averaging seven and a half targets and one touchdown per. Unfortunately, nice. the game before those was a game versus these very like, same geez. New York Giants where he put up a dud. Still, I think he's hot right now and has seen the most benefit from the resurgence of the running game. Also, the Giants just gave up a big day to Dalton Schultz, so I think Goddard will have a better day uh, versus the previous day he had against the Giants. Uh, he'll see opportunities to make plays in space and red zone looks. 4.25 stars for Dallas Goddard, and that is the Giants at Eagles. Josh, on to your matchup. Uh, then my next one, Chris, is the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm just going to talk real slow to actually draw it out a little bit. It is, is it the snoozer? Jacksonville Jaguars at the New York Giants. You see where I'm going with this one? Yeah, I do. James Robinson, I... four stars. Chris, did you know that despite being thrown into Urban Meyer's doghouse wait, wait. And, and missing a game, James Pause. Robinson is the versus RB17 on the season. Did you know that? Versus the Giants? Wait, versus the Giants? What? Did you say the I think you said Giants. Jaguars I meant versus the, Okay, well I meant the Jets, okay? The okay. the Jacksonville Jets were at the at the New York Jaguars, okay? Equally there, happy. I think you got it right this, that time. Equally as disappointing as you can see by my Giants mashup that I just finished. <laughs> anyway, see, you're adding extra time to this really short matchup. Chris, did you you're know right. that James Robinson is the RB17 on the year? I bet I, you didn't. I, I he's doing, kind of thought he'd be higher, but yeah, he's missed some time. He's doing it with an ugly 12.1 points per game, but RB17 nonetheless. He gets a gravy matchup this week in case anyone mm-hmm. out there has been living under a rock in, the, in a cave. Uh, the Jets suck. They just suck, Chris. Um, they're giving up the most points to running backs on a point-per-game basis, so rough four stars for James Robinson. Uh, you're not counting on any other Jags player. Their next best player is Marvin Jones, and he's the wide receiver 40 on the season. So, blech. Speaking Sorry. of blech, uh Tevin Coleman. <laughs> um, whereas the Jets are giving up 28.3 points per game to running backs, which is the worst, as I already mentioned. 
The Jags are giving up 18.5 points per game, which is 11th worst. 10 spots different, 10 points per game better. The Jets are freaking terrible, man. Screw you, Adam Gase. Like, seriously, how does one man utterly ruin a franchise so bad? He, okay, it's he lit this team on fire. He then blew it up. He ran it over with a steamroller. He then lit it on fire again. He, uh, and then put out the second fire with his own urine. That's what the Adam Gase <laughs> did to the Jets. Well, they didn't have man. too much control of the draft is what they did. Um, last week, Tevin Coleman was in on 30% of the team snaps, whereas Michael Carter was in on 44%. I don't want to touch either one of these guys. Um, I meant to write with a 10-foot pole because it just sounds weird if I don't say the 10-foot pole part. Uh, what's your next matchup, Chris? On to the Ravens at Bengals. Uh, it's looking like another start for Tyler Huntley as Lamar nurses his ankle injury. Huntley has completed 71% of his passes in his three starts this season. And uh, his rushing, as usual, is fantasy gold. Uh, he scored 35.9 fantasy points last week versus the Packers to prove it. The Bengals give up the seventh most passing yards. However, they do give up the eighth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. But they really haven't played a murderer's row of fantasy stud quarterbacks. That was for you, Josh, there, that murderer's row. I think Huntley plays We've well. We call that a, a corner of kittens. There you go, corner of kittens. I think Huntley plays well again in a big game versus a division rival. Four I stars. Like yep, yep. I'm as mentioned earlier in the asking for a friend uh, hypothetically. If you uh, really on, needed, like, man, I, I'm not into starting backup quarterbacks in the in the fantasy playoffs, but I mean, look at what we're seeing from I, other. I don't folks, know, man. Like, I mean. <sighs> Look at what we're seeing from other folks like Carson Wentz and Dak and and uh, Matt Ryan, you know. Oh, uh, I I don't know. Pickens are getting it's slim. tempting. I like yeah. I'm I'm. It's more than tempting for me. I'm sticking with my four stars. On to Devonte Freeman. It seems maybe Huntley's ground game has hurt Freeman's production last week. It's hard to tell because you think you'd say the same thing about Lamar's production and Freeman seemed to be better earlier. I think it's just a matter of Freeman being an uh, older veteran and maybe hit, hitting the wall or something. I don't know. But Freeman's double-digit carry stream, uh, uh, streak excuse me, uh, came to an end as he only saw six carries and one target. Uh, with the Bengals in the top five in rushing yards allowed, uh, rushing yards allowed I'd like to look elsewhere. A desperation RB4 Sure, fine. Two stars for Devonta Freeman for the Ravens. For a friend, um, Dak or Tyler Huntley? Dak. Yeah, not not even... Uh, Tyler Huntley or Tua? Oh, man. Um, I don't know who Tua's playing. I'm going to go Huntley. New Orleans Saints. Oof. I'll probably go Huntley. Drop Carson Wentz for Tyler Huntley. Or Tua. Why would you have any problem dropping Carson Wentz? Yeah, drop Carson Wentz. Sure. I mean, if you're playing I'm definitely that, not if, picking up Tyler Huntley right now. If you're playing that juggling, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Hypothetical friend asking for a friend. <laughs> this is me trying to pick him up in, in why, two quarterback why, week. <laughs> uh, at this point, in Carson, like with this four or five week streak Wentz has going on, you know, assuming whether it's Huntley or somebody else, there's got to be something better out there, right? So that's where I'm at. Gets the Raiders next week. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah, I, I'm, by, by all means, I'm look working. ahead. By all I'm, means, I'm look working. ahead. My research was limited to this week uh, as far as that goes. On to the pass catchers. Um, 
Hunley's mini breakout has not breathed new life into the passing options outside of Mark Andrews. Yeah. Bench all the wide res- bench all the wide receivers. Moving on. Andrews is on a mission ever since Josh doubted he could be the tight end one, and that is exactly what he is right now. He is the tight end one on the season. Coming into this one, he is averaging 10.6 targets over his last five games and has scored four times in that span. For a cherry on top, the Bengals give up the ninth most fantasy points to tight ends. Five stars for Mark Andrews. That is the Ravens. I'm sorry, that's the Bravens part of that matchup. Good to say. Hey, Chris, uh, guess what? Yes. Yes. Mark Andrews is going to whoop your butt this week. Yeah, you've got. Oh, you have him in Dynasty? Mm hmm. Oh, that's horrible for me. Guess who I have, though? Hopefully, Jonathan Taylor. No, but that'd be great. No, at tight end, specifically. Kittle. Yeah, he's a pretty decent play this week, I'm pretty sure, too. On to the Bengals. It's not doing so great for you right now. On to the Bengals part of this matchup. 3.1 points. I think this is a get-right game for Joey Bagels, a.k.a. Joe Burrow. Joey Bagels! He had a great game when he played the Ravens in Week 7, throwing for over 400 yards and three touchdowns. And the Ravens are giving up the second-post passing yards in the league and the 10th-most fantasy points to quarterbacks. 4.25 stars for Joey Bagels. I could probably go further if I wanted, but I'm going to be a little conservative there. On to Joe Mixon. The Ravens have snuck to the top of the rushing yards allowed list, meaning they have given up the least amount of rushing yards in the NFL year to date. We all know Mixon will get his touches, though, and he had a fine day versus the Ravens back in Week 7, scoring once and giving you 11.9 fantasy points. Nothing too crazy, but just fine. You can't replace a guy with this guaranteed touches week in and week out. Furthermore, the Ravens are really struggling with COVID on the defensive side of the ball, so I'm going to give four stars to Joe Mixon. On to the last two pass catching options I want to talk about. Well, not the last two. The two pass catching options I want to talk about. Both Bengals wideouts had a stinker last week, as did the whole offense, really. I think, as I said with Burrow, it's a get-right game versus a bitter division rival, and the Bengals will need to throw a bit to take and to keep the lead. <clears throat> I give the nod to Chase here, Jamar Chase here, as he torched the Ravens in week seven for 201 yards and an 82-yard bomb touchdown. So I'm going to give 4.25 yards, uh, I'm sorry, 4.25 stars to Chase, three for Tiggins, a.k.a. T. Higgins. Yep, yep, I'm going to give him the nod. I think I think he's, yeah, I think he wants to score here. I think they want him to score. I think, I think he might get loose deep. Uh, and that... Now is your Ravens at Bengals. <laughs> okay, Chris, I have one of my lengthier matchups here, and that is the Buffalo Bills of the New England Patriots. Cheers. Uh, let's let's start with the quarterback here uh, for the Bills. The last time these two teams met, it was the battle of the Bills versus the Pats D. I will get to the reason why in just a minute. Josh Allen completed 50% of his passes for 145 yards and a touchdown. And if memory serves correct... That it was an extremely windy game, and um, and I'll Good be call. getting to the pass side of the ball here in just a second, so just bear with me here. Um, Allen was also the leading rusher in the game with 39 yards. The weather is expected to be much better this time around, it being in Foxborough, not in Buffalo. Unfortunately, the matchup is still is still just as tough against the Pats D, who is allowing the league's lowest 11.6 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. 
Some of that has been competition, some game script. I mean, the last time these two teams met, Carson Wentz last week, playing the Jets twice, playing Atlanta, Houston, you know, not great quarterbacks. Allen could easily come out and have himself a great game here, but don't expect it. In Allen's career versus the Patriots, he's averaging just shy of 200 yards per game, 1.33 touchdowns per game, and an averaging an interception per game, too. That is over six games in his career. Not so good for Josh Allen. So I'm going to give him only three stars. Rough matchup this week. Uh, let's move on to Devin Singletary. I'm going to give him one star. That is a no, but a hell no. Uh, thought Allen's uh, per game average versus the Pats is bad. Singletary's is even worse. Last week against a decent Panthers run D, Singletary man did manage to rack up 88 yards in a tutty, but it took him 22 carries to do that. Uh, and don't expect that this week. The Pats ain't going to let it happen. On to Stefan Diggs. Diggs is probably going to get a very healthy dose of J.C. Jackson in this one. Jackson has quietly slipped under my radar as one of the best corners in the league. Like, for reals. He's good. He's really good. Um, I'm not expecting the world from Allen this week, and therefore it makes it really hard to get on board with Diggs. He hasn't topped 75 yards in five weeks, and he has only done so twice since the Bills' week seven bye. That is Stefan Diggs. I believe that makes him touchdown dependent, Chris. Mm -hmm. I believe it does. If you're in a full PPR, though, Diggs is getting receptions, averaging over five receptions per game. But without the yardage to go with those five receptions, I'm really having a hard time getting on board this Diggs train here. And I cannot dig it. So I'm going to give you are very anti Bills this week. I, I, I have two quick questions. Number I'm not one, done I, yet. Let me get to Knox first. Okay, Let me get to Knox first. That, then after that, yep. Because that was one Two of the stars questions. for Dawson Knox. Oh, look at this. What the, the F? The Patriots have a great defense against tight ends too. Um, yay! Look, if you if you look if you have Knox, you're probably well, not going to start. I mean, what other options? Are you probably exactly. not going to bench? Wait, 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 wait! If you're probably not going to bench him, I mean, because you probably don't have a, another marquee player over Dar Dawson Knox. But I mean, you might want to think about scraping the bottom of the barrel for tight end this week. Uh, oh. Cole Komet, anyone? Dawson Knox, two stars. Uh, would you like to have your questions answered now, or would you like to wait? Let me finish. Two questions. One, the first one, which will uh, go right into your Patriots side of the matchup, and the second of which is, uh, I'll, oh, oh, sorry. So I'll go with that one first. Uh, Dawson Knox or uh, the Patriots tight end Hunter Henry. You can I wait to answer. You can Hunter wait Henry to answer with that a one. higher rating. So I will go home with Hunter Henry. There you go. I kind of thought. I kind of thought that. Okay, Josh Allen or Tyler Huntley for the Ravens. Probably Josh SOB. Allen. <laughs> huh? And it's probably Josh Allen. All right. So our ratings are off as far as us being on the same page, but that's fair. That's uh, fair. I'm, and it's mainly more name recognition on Josh Allen, and I'm also a coward. You gave him three stars, though. You gave him three. He's not even a – you can't even start him in a single quarterback league. I'm saying you probably shouldn't. But you would – Okay, well, I'm saying quarterback. Uh, I'm Tyler quarterback Huntley, Huntley, I'm also picking up for a super flex quarterback. That's, oh, no, so. yeah, completely different conversation. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. All I'm saying is I'm calling Tyler Huntley quarterback one this week. Therefore, I'm also calling Josh. Yeah, I'm not. Quarterback I, don't one. I, would, I don't know if I would personally go that high, but I did like your, your, your call on it. You didn't hate my take. Fair, fair. Let's move on. Go ahead. Go okay, ahead. let's move on to McCorkle Jones here. You're not starting Mac. Um, I just wanted to throw this little tidbit out of uh, info about the last time these two teams met. 
Um, mm-hmm. Chris, do you remember what his stat line was in the in the what happened Mac Jones? Ago? Yeah, Mac Jones. Oh, he completed two out of three passes for nineteen I yards. I was gonna say it was the game where he threw like no passes. He's going to have more attempts this week. It's it's destined to happen. But you know what? The Patriots it, it are going to be just... in the playoffs, and we're all going to hate it. Anyways, d- uh, let's move on to Damian Harris. He was knocked out <laughs> of the game last week against the Colts, yeah. but he practiced yeah. yesterday. So barring some sort of weird setback, he should be good to go. Uh, once again, checking on the Sunday stream, you know, yada, yada. We've already plugged it a couple right times. Uh, the The Bills started out the season with a fairly solid rushing defense, but they've been getting gouged by some good backs. Harris ripped him for over 100 in a tutty the last time the teams met. Uh, Jonathan Taylor went super saiyan on him. Uh, Lenny Fournette had over a hundo and a tutty as well. I like Harris again this week, and I'm probably too low with this three and a three and three quarter stars. And I guess that's mainly what I have written down after that is mainly because of Ron, Ramondre Stevenson eating to Harris's workload just enough to lower Harris's for sure. rating. For sure, for sure. I'm not recommending you start Ramondre Stevenson. I'm just saying that he will be there and he will exist to cut into Damian Harris's workload because for some reason, Bill Belichick doesn't like Damian Harris that much. Um, Like, he should be more in love with him than he is, and for whatever reason, he's not. On to Hunter Henry. I said Hunter Henry over Dawson Knox, and I gave him three stars, where he's going to give Dawson Knox two. I liked Hunter Henry for a touchdown last week, and I think he had two, and... Nope. Yep. I'm right. Um, I'm not as high on him this week, uh, but throw him into the tight end dart throw category. He could easily get another touchdown. He is Mac Jones is one of one of Mac Jones's like red zone targets that he really loves. And he kind of likes him in, you know, throughout the entire field too. So, you know, there's that. I know you hate my, my bills call, but they are not very good against the Patriots. So yeah. Next. Next, me. I'm next, right? That's me. I'm Mr. Next. <laughs> On sure. to the Buccaneers at Panthers. Tom Brady. The Panthers are still a great defense, and Brady isn't in for a walk in the park. The Panthers are second best in the league in passing yards, giving up, given up, and fifth best in fantasy points, surrendered to the quarterback position. <clears throat> now, in the first several weeks, that was not the case. Then, after week seven, they didn't play anyone good until Josh Allen last week and gave up three touchdowns. So they aren't bulletproof. And Brady is still a top 12 play this week, in my opinion, as he usually is. Unfortunately, it looks like he will be missing some of his weapons. More on that in a second. With the tough matchup and the missing offensive weapons, I can't recommend Brady as a top 12 guy. I'll put him just outside and give him 3.75 stars because I still believe there's firmly 10, 12 team leagues where he's your guy. He's been your guy. You know, literally right on that cusp. 3.75 stars. You still believe stars. in life after love. We get it. <laughs> That's really not what I was saying at all, but moving on to the running backs. <laughs> Fortnite has been all but confirmed to be out. He hasn't practiced, and it's not looking likely as they I said. I think they put might. him on the IR. Uh, it, it, I was just going to say, it's looking like he might miss a couple weeks. Uh, the last blurb I read, the, the last article I read, is that he's just kind of on the cusp of being put on the IR. That thrusts Ronald Jones into the spotlight, the spotlight he so often fumbles under. Seriously, though, would you trust this guy in your, in your playoff with your playoff fate? Not I, sir. He probably deserves a rating, just to be aware... Uh, just to be aware, a very low floor and adjust accordingly. Two stars for Brojo. 
Ronald, aka Ronald Johnson. You say on, Rojo, I say Ro no. I say Ro heck no. Um, on to the past catching conglomerate that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Chris Godwin is done, Out. and it has probably ended my dynasty squad's chances to beat Josh this week in the semis. <laughs> Nonetheless, Brady and company gets AB back, uh, being Antonio Brown, just in the nick of time, and will probably continue to roll along with AB and a healthy Gronk, helping to mitigate the loss of Rod God, a.k.a. Chris Godwin. If it weren't for Evans getting banged up too, Mike Evans has not practiced due to a hamstring injury and is trending out. Tune in Sunday morning to the amazing fantasy kickoff show for last minute injury updates. AB becomes an instant flex option and Gronk is a top five option this week and could see double digit targets easily. 3.5 stars for Antonio Brown and five stars for Gronk. With, uh, Excuse me? That says Evans out. Yeah, Evans is what? out too. What did I do? Uh, not, not officially, but... It's looking he, like it. It sounds like he's not going to play. That's why I'm like, excuse me, three and three-quarter stars for Antonio Brown? Um, I think it's a smash start for AB this week. No, I I do have three and a half. I said, that's it, three and a half is what I said for AB. Five stars for Gronk. Yeah, I'm giving a little bit more onus on Gronk there for, for picking up the slack. For sure, for sure. I don't hate your take Three and a half? AB. Oh, man, you should be going like four and a quarter. I mean, it's literally his first game back. Literally his first game back. Okay. He has I mean, no competition. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, Scotty Miller might be worth a look in a deep PPR league. So I'll mention that. But that Not was, a bad call. Yeah. That, I mean, that was the end of my spiel there, my notes. Uh, Assuming he doesn't have COVID. I I, I will be less aggressive on AB, AB, but yeah, no, you make a good point. You really do. Um, I think, again, more of my love is given on Gronk there for the solid five stars, like literally like a top two or three tied in there the week so that's where okay that's where my flag has been planted sir on to your next matchup one next matchup is the chargers at the houston texans chris herbie has been elected to the pro bowl and he's oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. to be the starter I'm sorry. I'm sorry josh edit 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 i did not finish the panthers side of the matchup because there's not a whole lot to i'm talk editing about. this out keep going <laughs> Uh, on to the quarterbacks for the Panthers. Uh, something about both of them playing. Just bench them both. Moving on. Hubbard. Uh, uh, Hubbard nope. hasn't been very good. He doesn't see enough targets, and the Bucks are elite versus the run. I'm benching Hubbard. On to DJ Moore. I would say maybe there's some hope for DJ Moore, yeah. but he hasn't practiced all week and has a hamstring issue, so I'm going to bench him too. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Josh, but I thought that was important to touch real quick on what about What about Rob half of the Anderson? I don't care. Yeah, me neither. Exactly. This is playoffs. This is do or die. Let's not let's not beat around the bush. Well, let's I, do I, Robbie I, Anderson I, and die. I, apo I, I apologize for beating around the bush with the Panther, Panthers at all because I literally just bench You don't them beat all. around a bush with a Panther in it. That's <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me old man laugh. Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Chris, so like I already mentioned until you interrupted me with your uh, I don't care about the Carolina Panthers take. Um, Justin Herbert has been named the Pro Bowl starter. That is a big screw you to Patrick Mahomes and somehow Lamar Jackson. What? I mean, Lamar Jackson hasn't been very good this year and he's currently injured. What about like Josh Allen or, or Joey Bagels or I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like Lamar Jackson does not belong on the Pro Bowl team. But if you Wait, really what? think about no. the AFC, 
quarterbacks, they're none of them are really all that good. He belongs in so, more than Joy Bagels does, as far as stats go. What? No. Yep. As far as stats go. Anyways, uh, here's what I do know: is that the Texans' D hasn't been a dumpster fire this season. Or I'm sorry, their passing D has not been a, a dumpster fire. Russ did a little cooking last week against oh, the Houston D. So, so I expect Herbie to do the same. Five stars for Justin Herbert. Austin Eckler played last wow. week, but did he really? Did he? He was in on 34% of the team's snaps, while Justin Jackson was in on 54%. Eckler did not touch, uh, did uh, out-touch, Eckler did out-touch Justin Jackson, but Eckler has COVID. So, yeah, how about that Justin Jackson feller? Uh, last week he gained, can you see, can you see in the point in my notes where I just discovered that are you serious i'm i i am discovering right along here with you sir go right ahead oh no i found this out earlier today i'm like oh he's got COVID. never mind let's move on to justin jackson last week he gained 86 yards in the ground and he caught his only target for 13 yards Uh, i kind of expect the same to get this game to get moved so i'll just i'll say why in a second but until but until it does the texans Uh, are giving up 22.4 points per game to opposing backs that's fifth worst I tried for Justin Jackson this week and I missed. Make uh, this is a quick side note here to the folks here. A little P- a PSA. Um, make sure you reserve some fab for the end of the season. I shot my fab wad, and that sounds terrible. I shot my fab wad. I said it again. I spent all of my fab. There we go. Um, earlier this year, like a couple of weeks ago. So make sure that you have saved some for the end of the year, kids. Uh, four stars this week for Jax. On to Keenan Allen, four stars. Keenan Allen is still a target monster, and he's in your starting lineup. Up, uh, up with he's in your starting lineup with an average Texan secondary in the docket this week. Can you tell I'm having problems reading my notes? Uh, to hmm. Mike Williams, he's getting two stars. Really, you're gonna look out. You need to look elsewhere. Even if you're a huge underdog in your matchup this week, do you really want to lean on Mike Williams? I'd rather not. I'd rather go like Chase Claypool over Mike Williams, or maybe. DeAndre Carter for the football team um, over Mike uh, Mike Williams or any Cincy wide receiver that is concluding Tyler Boyd over Mike Williams. Damian Harris, anyone? Yes, please. Sonny Michelle? Oh, yeah. K.J. Osborne? Mm. Why not? Mike Williams? Why no? <laughs> Let's move on to Brandon Cooks. Uh, he's got COVID, so never freaking mind. Houston running backs? I say no. When did next matchups happen? Oh my God! It's just too much. It's just too much, Josh. It's coming on too fast. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, wait. Before you go, um, here's why I think that the here's why I think this game is going to get moved to Monday or Tuesday. The Texans currently have 18 players on the COVID list, and that's why I think. And I'm actually hoping this game gets moved because I want to see Herbie in action again. I haven't really watched him at all this year. So having said that, uh, okay, maybe this is a moot point. Let me finish my statement real quick because it's very brief. If you're an Austin Eckler fantasy manager and you hope the game gets moved, like do you keep him in your lineup until you get confirmation he will miss because it's a Sunday game. And if you have Justin Jackson, like you're gravy, right? Like you just wait and see. And then you play Justin Jackson if Eckler doesn't go. If Eckler does go on Tuesday. On Tuesday, because it almost has to be Tuesday for Eckler to go, right? Are we? Are me and you both on the same wave, wavelength there? Mm, I don't it's remember. Quick. I think it was just earlier today he was put on the list yesterday. That's what I'm mind. saying. Exactly. He has to 
okay, I'm a, I guess I'm assuming he's vaccinated. I have no idea if he is. Just even if he is vaccinated, that's a quick turnaround. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so I don't here's think, my pl- I don't think here's what you do. I, you put if you have if you have Jax on your on your bench, you swap him out for Austin Eckler because like last week, you don't really know how much Austin Eckler's really going to play. Like I was going down a rabbit hole of Justin Jackson over Austin Eckler anyways because he legit because has COVID? of his because, what? No, because, because of his le- because of his legit injury that he has outside of having COVID. Oh, all right. All right. Okay. Which no, I thank believe you is a, doing- it was an ankle injury. So yeah, and if and if the if the but Chargers get up every big on the, they if the get? Chargers get up big on the Texans though, why are oh, they going to keep rolling uh, uh, Eckler out there? That's a good point. And it why not Justin Jackson? That's a good point. That's a good point. Like honestly, I'm I, I'm beating you to death on this because it absolutely matters in our dynasty matchup, but it's also really good advice. But you have Justin Jackson too. I hate you. Yes, of course I do because I'm not a fool. And it's dynasty, uh, folks. It's different. It's deep roster. Let's not get convoluted. It's a dynasty squad. This is I st- how it rolls. I still think. I still think it was very important to listeners and wa- and, and viewers at home because I think you should start a- JB and Hawkins instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going just back to prove to that, a point. Go back to that well of fantasy goodness. Yeah, terribleness. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Okay, so it's my turn, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, George Kittle still has three point one points. I'm not going to win. I, I, we could have started the show with, we all know I'm not going to win. We all know yeah. I'm not going to win. I don't I think I'm going to win. I, I okay. believe to the heart of my soul that I'm not going to win that matchup. Okay. On to the Broncos at Raiders. And I have two matchups left. Yep. Broncos at so Raiders. Uh, the Broncos side of the ball is going to be real brief. I'm not going to lie to you because it is just the running backs. Williams and Gordon. I overvalued Williams a little too much last week since both backs were under double-digit fantasy points. Williams, however, did have a much better day on the ground, averaging 4.8 yards per carry and catching all four of his targets. I thought Williams scored like 10 points last week. Maybe in a full, maybe in a full PPR. More like eight PPR. More like eight in a in a half PPR. Okay. Both backs had similar mediocre days when these two teams met in week six also, so it didn't give a lot of clarity there. I still give the nod to Williams here since he has shown playmaking ability week in and week out. Even if he only scored eight or ten fantasy points, he still makes big plays. This is one of those juicy matchups where I believe both backs can have success. The Raiders are giving it up on the ground. They're giving up the eighth most rushing last week. And a half Jay, point? Uh, Javante Williams. Yep. I got I got eight and a half eight just over eight and a half point PPR. Uh eighth oh, most sir. rushing yards. Uh the Raiders are giving up on the ground. The eighth most rushing yards and the third most fantasy points to the running back position. So both backs are in consideration this week. So I think Javante is a top end RB two and a low end RB one this week. That's four stars for those listening at home. 3.25 stars for Gordon. That's pretty aggressive for Gordon, I will say. Hater. What? I, yeah, I'm, I'm giving the nod to Williams still. On to the Raiders, because there's nobody else worth talking about with the Broncos. Uh, but, but, I almost no. said David. Derek Carr. I am not playing Carr versus the Broncos defense in the nope. fantasy playoffs. Nope. Can't make me do it. Bench rating. Can't On to Josh Jacobs. Jacobs did score had 17 touches and 82 scrimmage yards in their previous meeting. However, 
The Broncos are tied for the league lead, having only given up seven rushing touchdowns on the year. Jacobs is a fine low-end flex as far as I'm concerned. That's 2.75 stars for Josh Jacobs. On to uh, Hunter right. Renfro. Uh, Renfro hadn't shown us his true powers when these two teams previously met. I, I mean, I kid, but seriously, I like Renfro to have a high-volume target day and a comeback mode kind of garbage time, etc., Three stars, right to put him right in that top 36 conversation for flex conversations. Uh, on to the tight ends. Just a quick mention here. Waller is set to miss one more week this week. <clears throat> and Foster Moreau did play better last week, bringing in seven of his nine targets for 65 yards. But with Denver being third best in fantasy points given up to the tight end position, I am benching both Foster Moreau and we'll see about uh, Waller next week. And that is There's a your, chance um, that Waller plays. There is a chance. And, and that's the way. The, really, the do you, do you really reading. think that the Raiders are going to be playing from behind against the, the Drew Locke led Denver Broncos? I mean, say what you will about Teddy and and Drew Locke. It. I think it's going to be a slap fight between these two teams, and no, and it's going to get ugly quick because no one's going to want to watch this awful game. It still doesn't put Foster Moreau or 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 any other. Besides Renfro, as I mentioned, into the conversation. Sure, it does. I'm just making if, up. If you want to talk about car, whatever. I mean, we could talk about a situation where it's, he's all you've got, and it's like a 12 team um, league where everybody's got a backup just, quarterback. Yeah, just padding time. That's all I'm doing right here now. Every time I, I, I rank car that low, like literally, I benched him. Like, he burns me because I like him in real life. I really do. He, I like I, I think he's he a good quarterback. You, he, really like he can have the best matchup in the world and he'll have and he'll play like exactly. Crap. He'll have the worst matchup in the world. And he'll Amen. come out and you'll be like, man, this guy's pretty good. But then, but then, like on a random like Thursday or or Monday night, he'll just go to town in overtime and just yeah. look like freaking like Dan Marino or something. I swear, man, it's crazy. Okay, that was an over exaggeration for a reason for dramatic effect. On to Josh's mashup. On to the Chicago Bears at the Seattle Seahawks. Let's start with Darnell Mooney here. Mooney's had a real uh, tough stretch here three weeks, uh, the last three weeks. Um, Could that change against Seattle? Of course it could. Speaking of guys to start over, Mike Williams, Darnell Mooney. Um, That's fair. Here um, He's averaging seven targets per game over the last month. That's not bad. His eight out on the season that is average distance of target is at 12.1 yards per target. So at depth of target. So... There's potential here. Normally, I'd say Justin Fields is going to have to sling the ball to keep with the Seahawks, but something's broken with that team. So I'm not really, I'm not really know. I'm going to go two and a half stars for Mr. Mooney here. On to David Montgomery. I'm going to give him did you four get, I'm and sorry, a half did stars. You, did you give Fields a rating? I missed it. I'm sorry. Did you give Fields a rating? I know. I purposely skipped over him because I don't want, I don't want to have anything to do with him. Super fun. On to nothing? David Montgomery, okay, cool. four and a half stars. Even when the Bears are are losing, Bonte is involved over the last five weeks. He's in on at least 70% of the team snaps, getting up to as high as 94% of the team snaps. I may have been wrong about Monty in the past, but how could you go wrong with a back that's on the field that much? And he's also going up against Seahawks defense that is is giving up Mm -hmm. the fifth most points to running backs. So four and a half stars for Mr. David Montgomery. Cole Komet, yes, please. Jimmy Graham has barely done anything for the Bears this year. He's no longer a threat. The Seahawks defense isn't much of a threat either. 
They're allowing over five receptions per game, over 55 yards per game, and about a half a touchdown per game to tight end. So 3.75 stars to Cole Komet. Yes, I would start him over Dawson Knox this week. On to Russell Wilson. Wow, the, the Bears are tied for the fourth, fourth most points uh, given up to uh, quarterbacks. Normally, I would give five stars to Russell Wilson this uh, this week, but uh, Russ, uh, Russ has been better over the past three weeks. Don't get me wrong. He's averaging 19.5 points per game over that span. Um, no Tyler Lockett? I'm going to go four and a quarter stars. I think I'm a little biased with Russ. What do you think, Chris? Like, And yeah, I know Tyler Lockett's going to play. I'm getting to that in a second. Um, Bias in a good way? I'm sorry? You're trying to give him a chance to be in your top 12 this week? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. I don't like it, though. Tyler Huntley or Russell Wilson? I know I keep coming back to that well. I think it's a pertinent well. Go ahead. Answer the question. Russell Wilson, but I don't like it. I don't hate it either, though, Josh. Honestly, it's like... No, I I do hate it. I'm the one who asked the dumb question. It was like, seriously, Russell... Okay, let's move on to DK Metcalf. Yeah, there you go. Four stars. I know Metcalf has been a dud every... Ever since Russ returned from his finger surgery, that could easily change this week. It's a good matchup against the Bears' secondary. I'm still not sure why the Bears dismantled some of their secondary, but they did, and it hasn't been the greatest. Um, apparently, Lockett has a good chance to come back from his from being on, out with COVID. If he does, three and a quarter stars for Metcalf and four stars for Ty Lockett. It's sad, but I just think that if you want to see out a wide, wide receiver, it is Lockett. He has been a little bit more effective than Metcalf for this bad half of the season for Metcalf. Metcalf is also dealing with um, a bit of a foot injury as well. So I think that's kind of hurting him as well, like literally, but also hurting his, um, his on-field production as well. Um, It wasn't the greatest matchup for Rashad Penny on Tuesday. That's crazy that uh, as a recording, that we just had football two days ago, Chris, but we did. DJ Dallas ended up being more efficient back for Seattle in the game two days ago. But uh, that, and that can easily happen again this week. But the, if the Seahawks are going to get up early, which they should, then it's probably going to be more Rashad Penny. So I'm going to give him three and a quarter stars. Not confident, but, you know, whatever. Chris, you should have one more matchup left, sir. I have one more matchup left, sir. And that would be the hated Washington football team at the beloved. What? Dallas Cowboys American football team on to the uh, much anticipated Tyler Henneke. He returns off the COVID list just in time to play an elite. I'm sorry. That's Taylor hindquarters returns off the COVID list just in time to play an elite defense. Dallas is tied for the league lead with 31 takeaways, 10th best in passing yardage surrendered and seventh best in fantasy points given up to the quarterback position. Micah Parsons, should be Rookie of the Year and Defensive Player of the Year. I am benching Taylor Heineke for those reasons. On to Andone- oh, you mean you mean Tatum uh, Heineken? Okay, gotcha. Yep. On to Antonio Gibson. He has a toe injury on a short week, hasn't practiced, and is up again versus an elite defense. However, Dallas is eighth worst, giving up four and a half yards per carry. However, however. Dallas is second best in fantasy points given up to the running back position. Again, that's second best in fantasy points given up to the running back position. I just don't think Gibson will be able to go here uh, uh, because of the injuries mentioned. If he does, on one he's, hand, on he's one been hand, with he injury for a while. 
That's fair. If he does go on one hand, he is uh, seeing elite volume. On the other hand, it's a good defense, and Gibson has been inefficient lately. I'm going to give 2.5 stars if he goes, but I don't think he will. On to McLaren. You haven't been able to play Scary Terry lately, and this week is... Because he's on the IR. No, he was putting up some points. Not in the last couple of weeks. Okay, well, then I guess I glossed over that. His quarterback situation coupled with the matchup, I am benching him as much as it pains me to do so. It probably hurts him more. (laughs) Yeah. On to the Cowboys. Uh, The football team is giving up the third most passing yards on the season and the most fantasy points to the quarterback position. I think both Dak and the pass game, along with the two running backs, can get it going here versus this underperforming Washington defense. I'm going to give 4.25 stars to Dak this week, getting him solidly in the top 12 and starting him. Pollard, uh, I'm sorry, onto the running backs, both Zeke and Pollard. Pollard was limited Wednesday, but to be expected, uh, but seems to be getting healthier along with Zeke. Uh, Pollard has seen double-digit carries in eight of his 13 games this year. That's important to mention. The duo of Zeke and Corey Clement, uh was decent versus the football team a couple weeks ago when these two teams played because Pollard was out with injury. Uh, and last week, Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard were very good also. Uh, but the red oh. defense has been the lone bright spot for the football team, uh, meaning they're giving up the their eighth best in rushing yards given up and 10th best in rushing touchdowns giving up. Again, that's 10th best in what? rushing touchdowns and eighth best in rushing yards. But I think the Dallas duo can get it going on the ground. Four stars for Pollard, three and a half stars for Zeke. Yes, I am giving the nod to Pollard there. I think he can make some big plays on the. That's perimeter. not why I'm making noises over here. I'm I know I'm I'm just horribly wrong about Terry McLaurin, and he's not in the high at all. My bad, Chris. I'm sorry. Don't hit Thank me again. Thank you for for mentioning. I didn't do anything. You hit okay. me before. It hurt. <laughs> On to the. Uh, I'll just call it the conglomerate of pass catching, pass catching options for the Dallas Cowboys. CD led the team in targets last week, but Schultz caught the lone t- passing touchdown. The Cowboys' uh, more conservative approach on offense, be it from performing badly on offense or a defense that's really taken the pressure off the offense for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, it is working in real life NFL, but has hampered the pass catching pass catching options for the fantasy managers here. Yeah, Moreover, when these two teams played a couple weeks ago, no one no one wide receiver really separated themselves, and Schultz had a dud. So again, not much clarity there. I know the football team has. Uh, I know the football team held Schultz to one catch last time, but. Washington just gave up a big day to Goddard. And I think Dallas gets the tight end four on the season uh, being Dalton Schultz uh, going here. I'm going to give four stars to Schultz and be pretty aggressive there. Uh, the Washington yeah. football team goes up to six most points to the wide receivers. So I'd like to see some more of these weapons in your lineups. But let's dig a little deeper here. CD is dominating Amari on targets, 109 to 78 on the year and has only played one more game than Amari. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the target volume in this one and give CD the nod with 3.75 stars. Three stars from Amari. And Gallup is a fine kind of desperate low-end wide receiver three, high-end wide receiver four, kind of 2.75 stars options Something there. like that. 
did I min- I mentioned Dax rating, didn't I? I I wasn't I was looking at Terry McLaurin, so I wasn't listening. No, sorry. I did. I did. Yeah. Let's Which was cap 4.25 stars for Dak. I expect a big bounce back game for Dak here with 4.25 I'm not stars. Ex- I'm not I I hope you're right, but I don't think yeah, you are. Yeah. There's hoping here, but I did I I do believe I played the wide receivers pretty conservative with 3.75 stars yeah. to the the higher end with CD again going with the target volume there. No, I get it. I get it, man. I think three stars, think three stars to Amari, and Gallup is a fine play in a deeper league with two point seven five stars. Hey, look, Tyler Lockett was activated from the COVID list. Oh, nice. Uh, good dimension. Good dimension. Did you have anything else about about that? Your is the team end of my matchups? My stupid the, team. the other stupid team in that matchup. Okay, my playoff uh, team. Yep. Okay. Let's move, let's go on to my last <laughs> matchup here, Chris. You're gonna you're gonna get a strap yourself in, buddy, because you're not gonna believe this crap that I'm about to spew at you. Pittsburgh Steelers at the <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs, which Ooh. may or may not be the Sunday night game. I don't know anymore at this point. It's not. Um, ben Roethlisberger, old Ben. If you're crazy, or maybe you're a Lamar Jackson owner, old Ben could be your guy. Old I'm Ben sorry, is top night. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, not Lee. If I'm a Lamar Jackson owner, yeah. old Ben has topped 19 points three times over the past five weeks, and probably fair. probably should have last week too. But the game was a little game script got a little wonky, and they only the I I, I saw that the Steelers only ran like 40 plays last week, which is incredibly low in this day and age. Um, it was like 45. It was some incredibly low number last week. Um, Casey is giving up the fourth uh, most points per game to quarterbacks. I'm just saying, old Ben. Uh, Najee Harris, four and a quarter stars. It should be more. It really should. Um, the Chiefs are giving up over 140 total yards per game to running backs. That is by land and sea or air. Quarterback, running backs don't go through the water. Um, no. They just haven't been giving up that many touchdowns in the season to position. As I've said recently, the Steelers' poor offensive line is really not doing Najee any favors. But I think he can maybe strive, uh, thrive this week. So four and a quarter stars for Najee Harris. On to Deontay Johnson. Casey's corners have been playing well as of late. Chris, did you know that Casey owns PFF's number three, six, 24th, and 57th best cornerbacks? Which is Rashad Fenton, Mike, Mike Hughes, of all people, Charverius Char- Ward, and Legereus Sneed, respectively. Mike Hughes uh, was like a second-round pick by the Vikings like three, three, four years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was like, he's like their, he's like their uh, slot guy, but still, that is impressive. Um, uh, Fenton and Hughes should be the ones covering Johnson, which doesn't exactly bode well for him, but he's a target monster, so I'll go three and a half stars. And I'm going to give Chase Claypool a why not three-star rating. Let's move on to the Chiefs here. This is not good. This is not good. Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey are both on the COVID list. Uh, Probably not going to play. Hey, remember that Dynasty matchup we mentioned like multiple times in the show? Yeah, I guess who my starting quarterback is. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes says he is confident in Josh Gordon if Hill and Kelsey are out this week. That means he's going to suck. I don't remember the last time these two <laughs> were both missed the same I game. Love the, I love like, the logic there. 
because he said so, he's gonna suck. No, I, I seriously, I'm on your side. I'm not. I'm laughing. But I'm on your side. Jordan hasn't done anything since. Like, I know. The year I know. Sure. Of course. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm exaggerating by that, but it's been a long time. And maybe he's gonna have a good week this week. I mean, the Steelers secondary isn't exactly the greatest. I just don't think so. I mean, are you gonna go to ta- are you gonna go to war with with Josh Gordon? No, you're not. Sorry. I think uh, this I would think normally more- be a. This would normally be a four-star matchup for Patrick Mahomes, who has been getting better as of late, but without his top two weapons, I mean, you're probably starting him out of necessity, but I don't like it. I don't like it one bit, Chris. Yeah. CEH? Blah. Blah. He's just, he's so pedestrian. And and maybe you have to start CEH. That's fine. Am I sorry? I was. It's two and a half stars for Patrick Mahomes. If if I didn't say that, I I, I was going to come back. Am to I being it, too I was low like the, on Mahomes here? Like, am I just? No, well, let me rewind a little little bit real quick. I think the the, the big piece of information is the Mahomes writing. Uh, aside from, of course, eliminating Hill. Not aside because of eliminating Hill and Kelsey. Really? Wow, yeah. that makes my makes my Andrews take that much better. <laughs> Um, anyway, it just, that's really, I mean, Kelsey hasn't missed a game in I don't know how many years, man. And I mean, this is, this just sends ripple, this sends ripples across the fantasy playoffs and I have no other excuse, reason, or opinion other than like just COVID man. What, what else? What, what can we do? It's it's hitting at the wrong time of year for, for, for fantasy players. Exactly. And, but you know what? Hey man, Omicron's a. Yeah, um, I purposely left that blank there so I didn't have to edit it out. Um, Fair, okay. Was kind of path listening. Sorry. Just anyway. No, I just I don't know, man. I mean, it, it, it it's a real bummer. And the 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 thing that I did in a couple of leagues yesterday or today, I don't remember which, is I kind of scoured the waiver wire. And in those leagues, and I just went and was was kind of looking for backups to backups, like Chiefs I thought players, about. Um, um, in Dynasty, I actually went I went ahead and, and tried to, and I have a bid in for Wayne Gallman, just in case uh, Madison can't go. Oh, you know, the Vikings now. Yeah. Wow. Cool, I sir. think they. No. I think. You know, like no, like stuff like perf- that. Like like I'm going perfect through thing and to put it's, 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 perfect thing. To if put you have roster show, spots to burn, which you Absolutely. should at this time of year, and I'm like if you have bench spots to burn at this time of year, which you should mm-hmm. go through and and pick up third string running backs. You know, second string yeah. wide receivers because the guys in front of them comes come Saturday or Sunday might be out, and you might have a very startable fantasy asset. And, and, and you know what? Big picture, like for fantasy sake. All teams, all leagues. Like, let's just hope, let's hope things kind of calm down. But also, let's hope the league loosens restrictions just, just a bit, just a bit. They, I'm not a doctor. They actually need to go the other way around. But that's. I'm not talking about this year. I'm talking about next year and or moving forward, 2023, etc. Like, just let's hope this isn't such a burden at this time of year. I don't mean to be a downer. Let's move on. Move on to what? We're done. We're done? Is that the show, Joshua? Mm, y- yes, it is. I'm, and the name is Josh. 
Oh, come on. I like I like good full names. Well, mm, folks, I tune don't. in to to this very channel right here this Sunday. I I think it's is that after right Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, it's the day after Christmas. Also known so, as Christmas Hangover Day. We should be good to go. We should we actually we should be in prime shape having said that. We should be in prime shape. I'm going to be as large as a house, cream. dude. I, I, I'm making enchiladas <laughs> for my dad tomorrow, and then I'm making lasagna for my mom the next day. Like, dude, I'm going to be so fat by the by next week. It's going to be ridiculous. So I'm going to redo the overlay, folks, and I'm going to like make myself like Josh like three fourths of the screen. I'll just I'll just shove over here to the to the to the left. <laughs> so he's going to put so on he... some sort of like skinny. <laughs> Josh actually lost weight over Christmas. <laughs> There oh, there you go. Or yeah, there like you go. a no, house yeah. beer, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that that that's enough of 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 weight jokes. We we have no judgment here. We we love all people of all sizes, shapes. I and don't colors. love myself, so I can make fun of myself all I want, and you can't that's stop fair. me. And that's exactly what you were doing. Uh, no, but yeah, absolutely. Tune in for the Sunday stream. We'll we'll have a a, a bowl full of a bowl of a a, a a belly full of jolly. Yep, exactly. Uh, <laughs> plenty of ham. What turkey, did you say? A, be a belly full of jolly, a jolly belly. Yep. Like Jolly Ranchers? No, no. Like, Chris, what's like, your favorite flavor of Jolly Rancher? I don't have one. I don't ever eat those. What? I'm not a. I'm, I don't eat candy very much. And when I do eat candy, it's usually like Snickers and Twix and stuff with chocolate in it. I don't normally eat candy, but when I do, even it's, a, it's a I'm not Snickers even the biggest or a chocolate Twix. guy around. Like I'm not a big candy guy. I'd rather have Cookie or cake? Easily. I'd, I'd rather have a bag of chips. That's just me. If I want something savory, yes, but not really. I'm going to go savory or sweet just about any day of the week. Well, I haven't had dinner, so on that note. <laughs> on that note, everyone, um, <laughs> have uh, have a happy holidays. Um, Merry Christmas, and, everybody. Uh, good luck. Good luck in your fantasy games this week. Remember, there are Saturday games. Get those players out of your uh, flex position if you can help avoid that sort of thing. Debacle. Uh, you know what? I'll learn how to do. I'll learn how to say goodbye at some point in my life. I suck at it in real life too. I'll say goodbye to you like five times before I actually leave. Goodbye, everybody.